So last week, I tried to make the point that nothing in our daily life really changes. Right. And my main thought was that the last time that life was any different was during like World War II. Yeah. That life as we know it, everything for everyone changed. Yeah. And I started thinking because I was watching Band of Brothers and it's a show about all these dudes in World War II and all the stuff that's going on. There's not a single black dude in the entire show because there weren't black people serving in the military in the 40s. Uh, what about the Tuskegee? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, do you know enough about it to enlighten to, to me? Like, expound? No, I okay. don't. No. <laughs> Wasn't that like a Disney movie? No, the, Tus- the T- Tuskegee Airmen? Yeah, Airmen? Yeah. It was like an all-black unit. What? Well, I mean, we can focus on that. Yeah. Which, that we know nothing about. <laughs> it sounds like uh, we're on top of that. <laughs> the point isn't about whether or not... Well, I guess it is exactly about there not being any black dudes in, in the show. In the movie. So let's just show, say yeah. that in, in the European theater... There weren't a lot of black dudes. Maybe there were some. But, like, I'm talking about the entire, what is it, 100, yeah. It's like 10 episodes, like an hour each. So you got 10 hours of TV covering, like, a three-year period of the war. And there's not a single black dude in it. There's a possibility they were still segregating the units back then. Okay, well, then that's where this is going. All right. Because watching that... Made me think, well, that's not right. Right. Of me to say that nothing's changed because in the 50s through the early 60s, there was a massive change. Yeah. Where in me, especially being from the South, like kind of a big thing to overlook. So <laughs> it's like, okay, so there was some shit. And then that made me think, well, we also had like Vietnam, yeah. which was only in the 70s. And that was still people getting drafted and life-changing for a lot of people. Which I just wanted to address because it wasn't a fully thought-out thought. But I do stand behind, like, in my lifetime. If we're talking about from the 80s to now. Yeah. Like, I don't feel like... It seems like we were birthed right when... Everything kind of... Chilled out. Yeah. Yeah. I had someone that was like, you can't just look at your lifetime. Because Americans have been around for 200 years. Yeah. So you can't just focus on your lifetime. Think about all the things that have happened, you know, over the course of American history. Okay. And so my response to that is like, well, why stop there? Right? Yeah. Because you had a lot of other history all over the planet before then. Yeah. So does someone be like, look at the bigger picture? If I want to look at the bigger picture, humans have existed for like 1% of existence. Yeah. So who gives a fuck about any of it (laughs) anyway? Like nothing that we're doing has any purpose. Nothing that we're doing matters at all. 
life as a whole will just continue to go on. Eventually there won't be humans. There will still be existence. So, so someone suggested you look at the bigger picture and that made it even less of a change to you because you're like, well, in the grand scheme of things, even less has changed yeah, the than, only than just looking at my life. The only way to enact change is to look at the micro picture. Yeah. Because the more you start to look at it, it, there's always a bigger fish, right? Yeah. There's always a bigger picture than the bigger picture that you want me to look at. Right. And, and I think it's a little weird to expect us... I mean, n- neither of us, you know, like finished college or, or went to school for political or, or, or history or any of this stuff to expect us to expound upon, you know, world issues in Africa. Or world issues in Africa 300 years ago. Right. Or world issues in Rome in like 450 so, when the empire fell. Let's, I mean, yeah, let's, let's have a deep discussion about that. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> how can anyone keep all this shit in their head? Right. All these different civilizations through this... I mean, people think, oh, well, history goes back 2,000 years. It's like there was plenty of human history before Jesus came along. Like thousands of years of it. Yeah. But we limit it to just like Jesus' timeline. Right, and written like, history. And... Yeah. Yeah. That led me down another path. Yeah. Anywhere. Anywhere. Like, anywhere not meaning pick a specific place. Right. Think about everywhere, all at once. Big picture. We're back to big picture. What was someone doing today in Africa a thousand years ago? They were probably sitting around, looking chilling. Recording a podcast. (laughs) Who the fuck is that? (laughs) That's our our guest. Some old bird just chirped in. It's our special guest. So, look at the <laughs> bigger picture. That's what they were doing. Even cavemen were sitting around a fire, cooking up some mammoth meat, telling stories. That sounds good to me, man. Yeah. That actually sounds way easier than right now. So, through this like whirlwind of thoughts that I was having, I did come to like one thought. You hit the eye of the storm. It's been a while, but I was playing Ghost of Tsushima. Okay? Okay. You, you, you familiar with it? No. Okay. Well, it all comes back to Japanese shit, right? Yeah. It's just an open world game where Grand Theft Auto, right? Okay. In, in Japan, you know, during the feudal era. Right. So you play as the samurai dude. Right on. But you just go around and you do samurai shit, right? Okay. It could also be any Assassin's Creed game. Pick one. Right. Pick any game set hundreds of years ago. Right. Where your character is just running around and you run by a farm. And the farmer is being attacked by bandits. And his wife and kids got murdered and his house got set on fire. Like That was daily life for people hundreds of years ago. Yeah. In any part of the world. Right. When we were settling America, we were the ones doing it. It had already been settled, but (laughs) right. 
you could be Native American, just chilling, living your life. Right. And then someone shows up and murders you or kicks you off of your land and takes it over. We don't really live in that fear anymore. Our daily life isn't being concerned of a stranger showing up and just taking where we live. That's fair. Even if we're robbed, they're not taking our house from us. <laughs> they're well, taking our stuff. <laughs> if we're on the street and we get robbed, you know, maybe they take your wallet. Right, right. Back then, like, your wife... I mean, this still happens, but I imagine it happens on a much smaller scale. Like, your wife gets raped, right? And your shit gets stolen. Yeah. That's like a... That's a tragedy now. Right? Yeah. Like, what a horrible, rare thing. That your wife got raped. But it was way commonplace back then. It happened all... Like, that was a daily fear. Right. Of, I'm just living on this farm, but here come these outlaws. Right. Or, or like, England dealing with the Vikings. When the Vikings just felt like coming and taking whatever they wanted. (laughs) Right. They just came and took it. Yeah. They're like, okay. That was your daily life. Like, fear of dying just because someone wants to take... What's yours? Right. When I was on my own at first, like, I thought about that a lot. I thought somebody was going to, you know, break in here and kill me. Well, having an irrational fear of some rare event. You're saying it was just irrational? It couldn't have happened? That's a you problem. (laughs) Thanks for that. You weren't scared of it because it was happening to all your neighbors and you were probably going to be next. Right. You were scared of it because it's a scary thought. It was the first time that I'd never lived on my own. What was life expectancy back then? Like 40? Yeah, 40 was old. For a lot of different reasons. Like medical and science has come a long way. Yeah. Dude, you guys would be done. We would. Thanks for bringing that up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well. It's very possible that you could be a caveman from another planet. I, an alien caveman. Right. <laughs> from another planet. I like it. <laughs> Why is it always cavemen? Where are the women? Because we still believe in talking masculinity here. What do you want to say? Cave people? <laughs> yes. Cave, cave women. Right. Why would I have to say those extra words? <laughs> Does I, that I would have mean to say, women as well? So are you under the impression then that they were only men? <laughs> I was for a long time, to be honest. And any pictures you ever see of cavemen, I, I feel like I've just seen men. Actual men, not women. Can we cut that part out? <laughs> I don't want that in the podcast. <laughs> you have to cut it out. <laughs> so where were the cave babies coming from? <laughs> They were being grown. But see, they did go extinct, right? Okay, is this different from the other... Go ahead and, go ahead and try to explain. <laughs> I, I want to stop right I'm, now. I'm getting really hot. There were cave men and women. There were cave people of all sorts. There were cave men and women with Down syndrome. And cave you don't know that. men and women that were gender fluid. There was probably a cave man that became a cave woman. <laughs> okay. 
because okay. apparently this has always been this way. I heard something like that today. It's just now coming to light. So everything that goes on now, remove the technology aspect of it. And that's what cave people were like. Women were made at the same time as men. Well, if you're going to Woman go was by made from Adam's rib. Yeah. yeah. So the man came first and then the woman. But not thousands of years later, it wasn't just cavemen with little babies like like budding out of their legs. (laughs) Ooh, that'd be cool. (laughs) No, that'd be cool. You know that's a thing, right? A little baby Uh -uh. sprout? What? Budding, where a thing just grows out of a thing. Plants? Plants do it. Right. There's some animals that do it. You know there's a theory that there are an infinite number of... existences like this reality that we live in right this universe there's another like the marvel shit kind of right a multiverse okay yeah but that there is an infinite number of them right because infinite choices would have led to infinite timelines that would right so so if if i came from one planet as a caveman alien and she came from yet another planet yes you be sitting there talking to two cave people aliens. Right, but from your perspective, I would be the You're, alien. And she would be the alien. Right, and from her perspective, you'd be the alien. <laughs> I would be the alien. Right. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm, glad, glad, that I'm glad, glad we got that covered. <laughs> You're always the alien to someone. Yeah. Do you understand this GameStop shit? No. Okay. You? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. You want to talk about it? Sure. Wouldn't it have been nice had they gifted us some stock like 10 years ago and we were just like, fuck this, and we just forgot about it? And now it's like, payday. Yeah. <laughs> there, I think it, it was either at five or at 10 years of full-time management. They gifted you stock in the company. Yeah. And I don't know if it was like 10 shares or... Like a significant, like, 100 shares. Right. But it was some amount that... You would have had some shares. You would get. Right. That I never got. But I wish that I did. You don't really understand what happened that made all this I shit I don't happen. know. As a matter of fact, uh, a mutual friend of ours, we call him Birdman. Does he have some? He doesn't, but he knows a guy who did. So he's going to talk to him and see how it all worked out. Has something to do with that Robin Hood app. So, well, that, so I'll explain it to the extent that I understand it. Okay. And some of it will be. So not, we don't want anybody to be like contacting you, be like bigger picture of the stock market, Sean. We're gonna talk about it from our point of view and what we know of it. Well, my answer to any sort of you gotta look at the bigger picture now is like you gotta look at the bigger picture. <laughs> yeah that's like right. i'm not talking about the big picture i'm just talking about a fucking gamestop stuff right if you want to talk about the bigger picture then let's talk about how no one will ever remember you and existence is pointless <laughs> start your own podcast and talk about it right right you know and in what 200 years no one will ever know that you did anything with your life good job <laughs> like even the people that fight to be remembered. Like, I want to write a song that'll live forever. 
right? Or, you know, I was a president of the United States. Like, I'll never be forgotten. There's only been 46 of them ever or whatever, right? Right. I know, like, five. Yeah. So I've forgotten all the other 40. I can rattle off, like, 10. So, like, you weren't remembered. <laughs> and someone, like, a horrible band like Led Zeppelin that wrote songs that they think will live forever. Right. It's only been, like, 40 years and everyone hates you now. You know, there's like very few people. I don't people. think that's accurate, but okay. <laughs> Every generation that comes along will care about them less and less. But even if you hate them, you know them, right? Well, no, because ask a 10-year-old who Axl Rose is. That's fair. You know, and they're going to be like... When, when Post Malone did that song with, with Ozzy, yeah. people were like, who the fuck is Ozzy Osbourne? Thinking that he can collaborate. Like, who's this nobody? That thinks they can hang with Post Malone. Which is funny, because I'm like, who's Post Malone? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Joni's like, who are both of these people? Right. I, know, I know Post Malone. Ugh. You're part of the problem. I know, kind of, I think, Ozzy. Ozzy. You're, not, you're part of the who, problem. Who is he? Isn't he a guy with, like, long hair okay. and round glasses? You're like not this wrong. Circle? He looks kind of like an old Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. does. <laughs> His songs, weirdly enough, are very like Harry Potterish too. <laughs> I don't know his songs. Crazy but train. I don't know what he looks like. That dude was a badass like thirty years ago. Yeah. So like even being remembered, like in rock and roll history, right? There was a point in time where he was the wildest, craziest dude ever. Yeah. And now Alice Cooper. Now he's like mild at best. Yeah. So, like, no one's remembering him either. Well, even earlier, we were talking about how Metallica is, like, one of the biggest metal bands forever. But, like, even their music, I wouldn't classify as metal anymore. No, definitely It's, not. like, hard rock. Which... Yeah, that's, like, the worst category of music <laughs> that exists. Really? Yeah. Like, worse than country? I would listen to Kenny Chesney before I listened to Avenged Sevenfold. Why? Same. <laughs> I just can't. What do you mean, why? Like, because I can't have a preference of one? No, you can't, clearly. If I could listen to Master of Puppets as a hard rock selection, then I would take that over Kenny Chesney. <laughs> but if it had to be like Linkin Park versus Kenny Chesney, like Kenny's going to win. What Linkin Park? Any of it. Any of it? Add them all together into one like super song, and I'm still <laughs> going to pick Kenny Chesney. You, I, I, I don't know... You're going, you're going down a path that cannot follow. <laughs> That's the cool thing about music. Is there's tons of it. It is. So you can just listen to whatever. You can. But if I had to pick. Anyway. GameStop stocks. What was the... Uh, how did we... <laughs> I, I brought up the big picture person. Oh, and you, and you went down that rabbit hole. We haven't gotten into the GameStop thing yet. Not, not totally, no. We, like, brushed it, and then we went over there. Okay, oversimplification. I'm, I'm down for that. Everyone in the investment world knows that GameStop is going to go out of business. Pretty much everyone. Like, last I heard, they were, like, going out of business. Right. Like, they're dying. The whole format of them even needing to exist... Pretty much is gone. Right. There is a strategy of purchase. Well, that's the wrong word. 
I'm going to say purchasing. Okay. Where you purchase a stock where you pay for it later. Okay. So you borrow shares of this stock mm-hmm. in a, an agreed amount at an agreed on price. Okay. But you don't have to pay for it until a set date in the future. You pay what the stock is worth at the time that you agree that to you, buy it. That you pay for it. Oh. So let's say a stock is worth $10 a share. Okay. And you think this company is going to tank. You say, I want to borrow 100 shares of this stock, hoping that the stock will decrease in price so that when you have to pay for it, you're paying less money than it was worth when you bought it. Right. So they'll buy a stock for 10 bucks. Borrow it. They'll borrow the stock right. for $10. They'll put their name on it for 10 bucks. And yes, they can then sell it. So let's say that they, they borrow it for 10 bucks a share. And then they find someone that wants to buy it. So they're like, we'll sell this to you cheap. We'll sell this to you for a nine bucks a share. So we'll save you a dollar a share over the market value. Right. And then those go to them. When the time comes for them to pay for it, if the stock has dropped to like five bucks, they just made four dollars a share. Right? Because right. they only paid five. They've already sold it for nine. Yeah. And so when these massive corporations that have millions and millions, billions of dollars see like AMC movie theater and like GameStop, probably aren't gonna survive it. They can pick up this shit when it's like ten bucks. And at one point GameStop was at like two dollars a share. Yeah. So if they were able to pick it up for ten and sell it for nine, and then only pay two, they made seven dollars times however many shares they owned. Right. So say that they bought, you know, five hundred thousand shares mm-hmm. because they have billions of dollars to invest in this. They're going to, you know, like quadruple their investment. And so this is what these massive corporations do. What happens is that if the price of the stock goes up, they get fucked because they borrowed the stock at $10, but now it's worth 20. So So they're going to have to pay 20. Right. So they just lost double what they invested. Almost never because these, this is what these people, these corporations do to make money. These stocks almost never go up in value. Right. Because they prey on the companies that they see are going out of business. And, I mean, GameStop's been going out of business for like five years. Yeah. It's, and, been, it's been a slow, agonizing death. Right. And they see that coming, so they pile onto it. Right. You see that the stock price is starting to go up. You immediately want to sell your borrowed stock right because you can see like oh no like we're about to lose money yeah so the second that it starts to tick up even a little bit these companies start to try to get rid of it yeah this this dude through reddit like this one dude is getting credit for this of being like the mastermind behind it where he rallied all these people in the stock market subreddit 
like he knew most of these shares were owned by these massive corporations that were doing the borrowing because that's what these companies do. Right. So he took a massive chunk of change. From what I understand, it was like 750 grand. And he bought all GameStop stock with 750 grand. And then he talked to a bunch of these people and it was like this coordinated effort of hundreds and became like thousands of people. Right. That everyone's going to start buying GameStop. When more people buy the stock, it makes the stock go, go up. up. Yeah. So the company then sees that it's going up. So they're trying to sell it. More people trying to sell it, more people trying to buy it, made it kind of like, just like, just like snowball. Yeah, yeah. And it got to the point, like an underground movement of like, let's fuck these companies. Let's stick it to them. Yeah. It's like, if you have any money, like throw it at this because, you know, like, like fuck the man. Yeah. And very, very punk rock move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it hit like $150. Like it skyrocketed. Yeah. Because of that snowball effect of people purposefully banding together to buy it. Yeah. And a company or multiple companies like trying to get rid of it as fast as they can. Yeah. And if they're trying to get rid of it as fast as they can, they're going to sell it as cheap as they can right. to get rid of it. And if I can buy it cheaper, like I'm going to buy more of it. Anyway, it hit like $150 a share or something like that. Yeah. I might be wrong about that. And Robinhood, which is like the online trading app, yeah, was like, we're going to shut down the ability to buy this or to sell this. And people were like, that's illegal. Like, you can't see that there's activity in a certain stock and lock people out. From being a part of it. Mm, who's Robinhood owned by, though? I don't know. It's probably one of those big corporations, huh? But when they when they when they locked it, people freaked out. Yeah. And, and there's other ways to buy and sell shit without using that app. Yeah. So people went through other ways, and they started selling it. So everybody's selling it, so the price started to drop. So more people were like, "Okay, like, I'll take the risk now." Because everybody saw it going up. Yeah. And then they saw it come back down. And by that point, it had already become like an internet thing. Yep. And then I guess it was the next day, Robin Hood was like, okay, like, we're sorry. <laughs> we're sorry. Like, <laughs> you, can, you can sell and trade GameStop again. And the shit went up to like $400. Like immediately. Yeah. But people are saying like, had I known, like, I could have gotten rich off of GameStop. Like, this is just an example of your average person, you know, getting rich in the stock market. Right. And the huge corporations are, like, crying foul because normal people did what they do. Right. They played the game and they won. Yeah. But this dude that invested is not a poor person. No. He had, had seven hundred and fifty grand. Say, he had three quarter million dollars to, like, to invest in this, right? And he didn't convince, you know, millions of people to buy ten dollars shares of or ten dollars, right? Of of GameStop, 
like had I put in like a hundred bucks, I did the math, I would have made like like four or five thousand dollars or something. Like, mm. yeah, like that's not that's not people being broke getting rich in the stock market. For you to be one of those people that made millions, you had to have a sizable amount of money right. to invest in it in the first place. Yeah. And what happened is other big ass corporations saw what was happening and they started buying it too. It wasn't like a bunch of poor ass Americans all got together and decided let's throw a hundred dollars each at GameStop. Right. Like one dude started kind of like rallied the troops yeah. and got it going. But then other massive corporations with tons of money to spend jumped in on it too so that they could make money. Right. The only way you could be rich is if you were already rich. Right. In my opinion. Right. Some of these places lost like billions of dollars. Which is hilarious. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> like it, that part of it is great. But the people thinking that like the little man won. Like I feel isn't quite true. You don't think that's quite what happens. Not exactly how it's being sold. No. Mm. I get that. Are you guys like anti-rich people or anti-big corporations or something? I don't think I'm, personally, I don't think I'm anti either. You know, I think, I think some corporations are, you know, loopholing the system and thereby shafting people that that work for them and, and even the, the country they're based in, but... I think some corporations do it right. So I mean, I'm. I think, as far as like thinking, it's awesome that some big corporations got shafted. Like, they kind of have it coming, you know. The way the way they're always bouncing around and loopholing and and looking for different ways to make even more millions, and not share that with their employees. I think that's kind of that's kind of shady, yeah. you know. Um, I think it's almost more amusing that other corporations came along. <laughs> they were like, "I mean, the American public is shafting you guys. We're going to shaft you too," you know. But I would say personally, I'm not like anti-rich person or anti-corporation. I just think there's probably a better way. For some people to conduct themselves. Yeah. Well, say you put a hundred bucks in and you got five grand out. Okay. Like that's great. If I could give you a hundred dollars, and then you would give me five thousand, I would feel like I got the better end of that deal. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Yeah. You, you, <laughs> but to then take that and put out some narrative about how, like I've found a way to get every poor American $5,000 right $5,000 at a time right that's the entire problem is what you just said $5,000 at a time you don't get $5,000 at a time unless you have $100 to put in over and over and over if all I have is $50 I can't get five thousand. I have to give you a hundred 
and then I get the 5000 back, I can't then just give you $100 50 times and you do it back over again and keep recycling it. Like somebody, like they coordinated this almost as like an attack on the stock market, which it sounds like, first of all, you're not allowed to do that. Like you can't coordinate some shit like that and then all go in on it together. It's like stock manipulation. But because it wasn't, it was just an idea that was put out onto the internet. Like the government doesn't really know what do we do about this. So the guy kind of operated in a gray area. Right. Like I didn't coordinate it. I just thought this was a good idea and shared it with people. The, the people that were able to put in a hundred bucks or a thousand bucks, they were able to get some money back out of it. Right. But the only way that you were going to get rich is if you were already rich. And that's what Joni said. Well, yeah, if you always have $100. And this is then, always happening. Then you can keep <laughs> piling your money and then you'll be rich. Right. If I always had $100, I'd already be rich. <laughs> if I can just have $100 and then spend it. And oh, and now I have another $100. Like that's not how. But some it of these works. guys know how to work that though, right? They take that hundred turn into five thousand. Take that five thousand turn into a hundred thousand. Take that hundred thousand turn. You know, like they know how to do that. Yeah, but does the average American know how to do that? <sighs> you listen to some of these guys. are like, you can teach anybody how to trade stock. Yeah, but you don't. Somebody can teach me. I mean, me too. <laughs> that's great. Do you have five hundred grand to invest in it? You don't. You no. could be you could be a fucking stock market mastermind, but if you don't have any money, you're fucking screwed. You don't generally have a stock that you could pick up for like ten bucks a share, be worth four hundred dollars the next day. Right. Generally, you invest because you know something might happen in the future. Or you think that this company is going to become something. Had you bought Apple stock in like the late 70s, you'd be balling today. So yeah, you had to wait 50 years and now you've got some money. It isn't the next day that like, oh, my, my money doubled overnight. It's okay, so maybe you have $5,000 that you can invest. And maybe the stock goes up at a normal rate. And so next year, at the same time, you've made $1,000. So yeah, now take the $1,000 you made and invest it in something else. And maybe a year later, you'll have another $1,000. Doesn't seem, really seem worth it. Well, if you know that something's going to happen and you invest it correctly, you can make that money overnight. But the more money that you invest the more money you'll get back out of it. So like, imagine if you invested $10 million in something and then a year later, that 10 million that you invested has become 11 million. It's like you made a million dollars. That's a fuck lot, load of money to make in a year, but you already had 10 million. So who fucking cares that now you have 11? <laughs> <laughs> this is 
That's an extra million for just sitting around, though. That's the same thing as having $100, and then a year later having 110 It's like, oh, cool. Like, I made $10. But you actually made the exact same amount of money that the guy with the $10 million made. Because $10 million to him is worth the same as 100 to you. Like, it went up 10%. Right. Right? I made 10% off my $100. I made, I made 10 bucks all year. Fucking great. I made 10% off my 10 million. Oh, I have a million dollars to like waste on something. But I already had 10. I already had 10 million of it. Are you saying that once you're that rich, it just doesn't matter anymore? I can't believe that some of these people that make the amount of money that they do continue trying to make more money. Either they don't do something amazing with it, like helping the planet, or that they do continue to try to make more. Both of those things I can't understand at all. You've heard some of the shit lately about, like, uh, Musk. You know who Elon Musk is? He owns fucking spaceships. Okay. He runs a space program, and he runs... Or he owns Tesla, the oh, car manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. He's the richest man in the world. He just took over from the Amazon guy a couple months ago, or a couple weeks ago. So together, these two dudes just have unspeakable just, amounts of like them too, and like Bill Gates. And Bill's getting shit and shit on recently for like being involved with like some kind of vaccine conspiracy or whatever. Have yeah, you heard about I, that? Yeah. I've yeah. Seen that. But from how I understand it, he does take a small amount of his money and tries to do good things with it. <clears throat> a small amount of his money is like unheard of amounts of money to people like us. Yeah, yeah. Which, which guy? Bill Gates. Okay. But the reason people hate Bezos is because this dude has like tens of billions, right? And doesn't do shit with it, apparently. Right. His workers are underpaid. He's always getting tax breaks. Right, and the tax thing is absurd, because if anyone should be getting taxed, it should be the guy making the amount of money. Millions of dollars. He wouldn't even know if you started taxing him secretly. (laughs) He would never even know. But let's say that you took twenty five percent of his wealth for for taxes, because that's about what we get taxed out of our paychecks. Dude would be fine. How could he cry about it? Like, oh, my, my 50 billion is only 40 billion. <laughs> like, I, I saw some list of the things that he could do with his money. That wasn't like he could do this one thing or this one thing or this one thing. It was like he could do all these things. And not even know. And still have money left over. And it was like feed all the homeless. Yeah. Like clean up pollution. Yeah. And like some other massive undertaking yeah like pay everyone's unemployment like the entire planet's unemployment through the through the pandemic shit yeah and he'd still be a billionaire yeah but like there's nothing that you can buy what can you buy that costs a billion dollars like is there a thing you could buy i mean i'm not gonna google it i'm sure there's something even like military (laughs) shit is like maybe in maybe you could buy an island i don't know you could definitely buy an island. Yeah. 
But Man, yeah, it is weird a lot to of me. Zeros. <laughs> if I ever hit the point where I had like two million dollars, you'd never see me do anything again for the rest of my life. Really? You wouldn't try to turn the two million into five million. No, no, that's what I mean. Like, I wouldn't go live in a cave and you like. Where's Sean at? Oh, <laughs> he took his two million and it went into the wilderness. I mean, <laughs> you're not gonna take my money. <laughs> you're like. I buy a bunch of guns and put up a fence and just <laughs> keep people out. Bury most of it like under your house or something. Right. I would never take that two million and try to have five. Like that's plenty. Two million dollars is plenty of money for me to do whatever I want to do and live the life I live for the next thirty years until I die. Four years. Four four years. Next four right. years. <laughs> But if you have kids, though, you look. I look at it a little differently because I feel like if I had $2 million, I would be like, this is great. But, like, you know, I want to, like, leave some of it to my kids so it, isn't, it wouldn't technically all be just mine. You want to leave money for, like, your kids' kids' kids as well? I mean, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. my kids' kids. Maybe not. Four generations. With a certain amount of money. You just put it in a normal ass bank account. Just live off the interest. And you make enough money. If if you have two million, you could buy a very nice three, four hundred thousand dollar house outright. Right. And you'd have a million and a half left. But you just got rid of the only bill that people struggle to pay. Their mortgage. Like, you could buy a car that should last you 10 years, and you could buy a really nice car for, like, 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Or even, uh, you could splurge and buy, like, a $100,000 car. You could buy a hundred of those. <laughs> right. Wait, that's not right. No. You could buy 10 of those <laughs> and have 500 thousand dollars left over after your house but then to live the rest i'm not dying in four years so i've <laughs> i have like a lot of years to get through you got 13 if years, i'm right? not working 13 yeah 44 <laughs> i'm not gonna die at 44 how do you know that i just know okay. that's when screech died that's when screech died i'm not screech whoever that is i'll have to google Say by the bell yeah, yeah, I know. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying it. To, once you think about it, though, it's not that much money, right? Because no, you're wrong. That's not right at all. Two million dollars isn't. Is that really gonna last me the rest of my life? Yes. Absolutely. N- only if you don't live a richer lifestyle. You can live within your means and two million dollars the rest of your life. Absolutely. We're you, not talking I mean, you, about... You don't even have to buy your four... You just find yourself a $250,000 house. That's a good three-bedroom yeah, house. Yeah, those aren't available around here. I guess they are. You can, no. Yeah, you can live a life here, okay. <laughs> okay, a house that I want okay. that is very, like, middle class, right? Barely middle class. It's 400000 That's fine. That's a quarter of what you have. You have two million. Spend fifty thousand on a car. Just make it super simple. Four hundred thousand on a house. A hundred thousand on a car. 
You have one and a half million dollars left. So, how many more houses are you gonna buy? None. But okay. what if I leave, you know, five hundred thousand per kid? That's Why a lot. F- Why not a hundred thousand per kid? I mean, that's enough to pay for college. Get them a nice car. That would only leave me with what if I did that? So see, this is the mentality they get, right? They're <laughs> yeah, like, I think they're like, right. I need more money. You and I are like, I got two million dollars. I'm probably good. <laughs> I mean, I am sure that I could make it work. I'm just saying, if I about... had that amount of money, I would probably be like, well, I want to leave this much to my kids. So can I like make this money more? If you have a million and a half dollars laying around, <laughs> I'm not saying I wouldn't <laughs> sit around, invest it Under in something. <laughs> but I would invest it in something safe. And small. Gold. I wouldn't invest it in... <laughs> you sound like my uncle. <laughs> like if you put it in the stock market, there's a chance you could lose it. Gold. Because there's not... <laughs> That's fine. Gold. <laughs> Buy another house, you can rent it out. To Joni. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a safe investment. Yeah. Or Airbnb. But I wasn't specifically talking about... If I had this money, I wouldn't invest it. Like, I wouldn't keep it in a shoebox under my bed. I thought that's what you were I saying. I thought you were taking it out to the cave. Yeah, you wouldn't do anything. I would not go to work ever again. I would. I'd work just because I don't think I could sit around. I, I would could. do something. I don't so, know if it qualifies as work. I wouldn't be... These dudes, that we're talking about three specific people, right? <sighs> they are actively working hours every day. To generate more money. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. So okay. maybe, I mean, we're talking about fifty billion compared to two million. So yeah, yeah maybe the two million. Apparently, it was the wrong amount to use for you. <laughs> Give her five. Give her five. But I'm not trying to build. I think I'd be good on five. Um, okay, good. <laughs> she wants five million. I'm just. Thinking, Put her down for five. I, if I retired right now at 30 years old, if I live to be 80, aren't you older than 30? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, okay, 31. Right, if you want to be very technical, I want to, I want to be honest. <laughs> 30 and 31 are like the same. The, why would you have problems saying 31? <laughs> I don't. Okay, anyway, go ahead. I'm 31. All right. If I live until I'm 80, how, how many more years is that? I don't do math. 49. It's 49 more years? Really? Yeah. Dang. That's a lot more than I thought it would be. <laughs> That's like... I don't think that sounds like enough money to last if I didn't make any more money from for 49 years. What do you live off now? Are you about to math this? Are you about to calculate it? For a year. I don't know. So now you're talking about your... Lifestyle. And you know that people, once they get rich, their lifestyle goes up. That's the whole fucking problem. They buy, you know... That's the entire problem. Designer clothes and shoes and bags and everything they buy is the more expensive... Stuff. They don't buy Kroger brand food either. But he's saying he would have the wherewithal to be like, I'm going to keep it 
here. And he would. I completely... Because I don't want to have to go back to work mm-hmm. after I spent all this money in 50 years. <laughs> you would still live on a budget. Yeah. Of sorts. Whatever money that I came into, if it was $2 million, I would be like... For the next four years, how much can I spend per year? Until <laughs> oh my God! Well, if you're dying in four years, you could spend so much money. You know that you can travel around the world for seventy-five thousand, like <laughs> actually like around much. the world. All right. Maybe for less than that. I don't know. So I was way wrong okay. about how much money these fucking dudes have. Okay. Because Musk has. 188 billion. I don't, I can't even. So your two million, he probably that's, makes that in a day. That's nothing. That's nothing. He like makes that while he's taking a leak. So, and then Bezos is right behind him at 184. And then Bill Gates has 132. And he lists the top 10. And only two in the top 10 are not American. Everybody else in the top 10 richest people. Are American? Eight out of ten. And number ten still has seventy-nine billion. That poor guy. Right. (laughs) So so take all this money and just be like, hey, you ten dudes, we're gonna take half of what you got. Each one of you, we're splitting you down the middle like fifty percent. And just do something with it. Right? Have have some, like, world, you know, like, convention of leaders and have them all decide, like, oh, now we have, you know... The surplus of cash. $500 billion. Like, let's do something good with it. They could change a lot of things. Right, but they don't. Like... And that's part of the problem, is they have all this expendable income. Like, that's what they're worth. That's what they have. Right. And they do jack with it. I mean, I guess Gates does some things, but... But even... I mean, I'm partial. I like him. And I think he gets a lot of shit for stuff that he shouldn't. But he has $132 billion. Yeah. So whatever it is that he's doing that's good things, I mean, he could do $82 billion more of it and still have <laughs> and $50 still billion. still be all right. <laughs> right. All of these dudes... You could be like, we're going to take all your money except for $1 billion. And they would all still be fucking fine. Right, because in a year they'll be right back. <laughs> right. Right, because we're not, right, you're still going to make more next year. We're not year. taking their business away, we're just taking their money. <laughs> I think I, I am a little more curious about why you don't do more good with that money that you have. You know, why don't I hear about Musk? you know, cleaning up entire neighborhoods, you know? I've got this thing that I do where in my checking account, when I get under $500 in my checking, I don't spend anything until my account gets back to $500. That's like my buffer zone. Okay. So no matter how many bills I have, if I if I overspend and I'm under five, I don't do anything until it gets back to five hundred. Right. And if there's something I want to buy or something I want to do, 
if me doing or buying that thing puts me under 500, I won't do it. Okay. I wait until I can buy the thing. So 500 is your red still zone. still have 500 left. Got you. If these dudes were like, I just need to have 50 billion. 50 billion. <laughs> It's just such an amazing number to think about. <laughs> they could take a hundred billion. I don't know, man. Like, if I had that, right? And I went to a neighborhood, and I like went to the middle of the cul-de-sac, you know, and was like, "Gather round, everyone," <laughs> you know, and like got all these people out of their houses, and people would be like, "What's going on?" And I just stood at the end here, and I was like, here's $100,000, and I, like, hand it to them. These people would lose their shit. Yeah. And I could give away $100,000 to 100,000 people. <laughs> you know that you have to have 999 million <coughs> to have a billion? That's, a, that's an insane number, a billion. Yeah. Yeah. I gave $100,000... To 100,000 people. Oh, Jesus. What does this mean? <laughs> I've never seen that. What's the it's E? The, it's the 10 zeros, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> is that 10 million? 10 mm. zeros? No, a million. <laughs> a million is the six, is the six zeros. So a billion would be nine zeros plus the additional... But that's but that means ten zeros. I don't know. Does it? One to the tenth power. <laughs> God. <laughs> no idea what you guys are talking about. Okay, let me type it out. Uh that was good. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of money. What is it? A hundred thousand dollars to a hundred thousand people. Is what? I don't know, but I did. <laughs> I did what? A, I did a million dollars. Divided by a hundred. Okay. Like give a hundred people. Okay. Ten thousand dollars. Okay. That's a million. All right. So a hundred thousand people, a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> That's a With lot. Your of weight <laughs> I think that was. I think that's ten billion dollars. Right. Well, they would still have. Well, shit. Isn't that what I just? I don't know. What? Go ahead. Well, because that's ten zeros. So nine zeros is a billion. Add another zero. That's ten billion. But I have 188 billion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just spent 10 billion dollars, and I have 178 billion dollars left, right? Yeah. So I went to to Montrose. How many people live in Montrose? Twenty thousand. Uh, yeah. I gave everyone in Montrose a hundred thousand dollars. Can you imagine? Just because you could. That they would just think I was the fucking coolest person that ever. Yeah. Lived. You'd have that people. that feeling alone, of all these people being like, "You're so cool," like thank you so much <laughs> for helping me. Like, not each family, right? Like you get a hundred grand, ten all, billion, yeah, hundred million, one hundred thousand to one hundred thousand people. Is ten million? Ten billion. Ten billion. Okay, that's a lot of money, but. That's not even 10% of, oh, you turned it sideways when you did it. Yeah, but, you know. Okay. Go ahead. 
it just shows how out of touch these people are. That like they wouldn't even care for like that kind of accolades from people. Of like you changed my life. Hundred thousand dollars is a life changing amount of money. It is. Not to these people. I mean, fifty thousand dollars should be life changing, honestly. Yeah. And really? you don't think so? Like your kids are like, where'd you get this car? Like, well, this guy with all these tattoos. <laughs> right. It's like, here's fifty thousand dollars, and I was able to get this this better car for us. About mm-hmm. the time that Dad was hanging out in the cul-de-sac. Imagine, right? imagine if you just spent every day doing like a make-a-wish thing for a person, where you would travel to their house and be like, "Hey, I got your letter that." You sent me saying that you really wanted this, you know, this BMX bike that costs $100 from Walmart. But, you know, you're poor and you can't afford it. Here's a fucking $10,000 motorcycle. Here you go. <laughs> you know? Yeah. The kid would, like, lose their shit and it would be a moment they would never forget. Yeah. And being the giver of that would make you feel awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they care about that. They, they already feel awesome because they have $188 billion. <laughs> right. They don't need reassurance or glorification from... Anyone. Right. Yeah. yeah. You think of $1 million as an extreme amount of money, right? I do. I, do. I don't. I think that's the difference. This bitch acts like if someone were to walk in the door <laughs> right now and give her a million dollars. Did you just call me a bitch yeah. on the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Not cool. Well, quit acting like a bitch on the podcast. <laughs> you meant it the cool way. <laughs> you would just be like, oh, well, this isn't enough for my kids. That isn't how I... I would be extremely grateful. No, <laughs> you, you would say... She all turns her nose up. She'd be the person out in the cul-de-sac while I'm handing out $100,000 stacks that would be oh like, Pick it to it. only 100000 <laughs> I would not. What am I going to do with this? Buy three cars? How dare you? I would not be that person if somebody was just giving me the money. I think if I was personally earning it in some way, I would get to a million and not think that that's enough that's my point if you i don't look at a million dollars as like a ton like it's a lot of money yes but it's not if you woke up tomorrow with a million dollars all your stress would be gone that's true, but I would immediately turn around and try to make it make it more. Okay, first of all, you're full of shit. Because the first thing you would do is start spending it on shit. No. Yep. Yeah. What would I buy? A big ass truck. I would not. A lifted truck. No. And then you'd take 75000 to go around, the, around world. the world. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I would spend it on. I, I believe it. You wouldn't immediately start investing it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'd spend a million dollars so fast. So would I. Yeah, when, <laughs> you think of, when you think of it, though, right. I think people... Because I'm paying off my mom and dad's place. I'm getting us a place. I'm getting some better vehicles. Right, so it may not last... No. That million dollars may not last you but, the rest but of I'm your also, life. But I'm also not going to be like, it's not enough for me. How dare you? 
Yeah, like a British person. <laughs> right. A million dollars, please. I need at least five. <laughs> Get out of here with your pittance. <laughs> your life would absolutely change from that amount of money because maybe you maybe you don't get to not work for the rest of your life but all your stress is gone because you just paid off a house for yourself and your kids your parents house you bought everybody new cars and now maybe you're broke and you don't have a million dollars anymore but all your concerns of how am i going to pay my mortgage for the next five years are are gone. Yeah. All that shit's gone forever. Yeah. And, but, I'll, and I'll take stress free and, and working over. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You still have to work, but you're not working to pay your bills. Where I was going with that, <laughs> because I do think that a million dollars is a lot of money. <laughs> I we don't. Do we don't have to agree on that. I do. <laughs> I'll just. Not but say anything. you will have. <laughs> You could have that amount of money. No. You, you would have $990 million. Okay, yeah. And that's still not a billion. Right. I'm, I'm We're talking okay, about how $1 million is like, yeah. Like, right? Yeah. That would help a lot. I, I don't know if I'd say man, but yeah. Well, some of us would. <laughs> but imagine if we can agree that a million dollars is... A decent a substantial amount of money. Amount of money. <laughs> what if you had ten times that? Right. Now you have ten million dollars. Now, now, that's an, now I don't that's have a to lot work. Of money. Okay. Definitely. If no you had ten money. times that, you have a hundred million dollars. Then, then I'm doing make a wish stuff, man. Hundred million dollars. Yeah. Then you have to go to 200, 300, 400, 500. It's a long way until you get to billion. Right. When you have a billion. You have 999,000 millions. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. $999,000 is a lot. Mm-hmm. That's almost a million. Yeah. $999,000 million dollars. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. That's not, that's not. That's not. We're not mathing correctly right now. What do you mean? Nine hundred ninety-nine million dollars is almost a billion. Yeah, but nine hundred ninety-nine thousand millions. What? <laughs> That's what you said. I don't mean. He's Wait, being so what technical. What are you talking about? <laughs> you keep saying nine hundred ninety-nine thousand million, <laughs> like a million times. So I'm like, no, that math isn't working. <laughs> He needs your math You're to wrong. be perfect. What? You're wrong. You're saying 999,000 1 million times. Or 1 million dollars 999,000 times, right? Six six nines. Is $999,999. Yes. You had one more dollar. You have a million. You have a million. Okay. <laughs> but you go to $9 million, right? Okay. 
Yeah. <laughs> Seven nines. Right? 900,000. Wait, seven nines? Yeah, seven. That's nine million. Right. 900,000. Right. 999,999 dollars. Right. And then one more dollar makes it 10 million. Okay, but what you keep saying is one million times 999,000, and you're one million away from. From one billion, I'm like, that's not right. We're not. That's where you're at with what you're saying. That's the amount of money you end up. With. I want to see. When? Oh. I, I see. We're at dollars dollars doing it the way you keep talking. You about have it. to no. <laughs> you have to have nine. Nine <laughs> to get to a billion, correct? Yes. Nine hundred and ninety-nine million dollars. Okay. Why are you? <laughs> because, because you, you'll be able to hear it. You're like, you're like if I had a billion dollars, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand times, I'm like, and you keep saying it like. No, it's more than a billion. Like you keep, you keep saying it's one billion. I'm like no. <laughs> say, say a dollar less than a billion. Yeah. Okay, nine hundred ninety-nine million. Yes. Nine hundred ninety-nine thousand nine hundred ninety-nine dollars. Right. Okay. That's what I'm. That's what you're trying to say. No. No. That's what I said. <laughs> no. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, he keeps saying this thing. I don't think it means what he thinks it means. <laughs> if you have a million dollars. <laughs> right. <laughs> 999,000 times, you get $99 billion. <laughs> I just showed you. How many... All right. How many millions, then, do I have to have to have a billion? How many millions? 100. No, that's 100 million. You're right. 1,000 millions. <laughs> 1,000 millions. 1,000 millions. All right, so me saying 1,000. But not 999,000 millions. One, that is what he said. 1 million times 1,000. Is 1 billion. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. You totally... He doesn't even know what he was going to say now, do you? <laughs> because he, like, got caught up in this technicality. I knew what he meant. You knew what he meant, right? No. Yeah. What yes, I was yes. getting at... I was expecting everyone to say, yeah, a million dollars is a lot of money. So that was the first bump in the road. I agree with you was there. That not everyone agreed. <laughs> I thought we would just say that and, and move, move on. on. All right. But instead, we've gotten stuck here. I'm sorry. My apologies. And then I was trying to say, well, just... Never say sorry. Imagine having ten of those. You got ten million. Ten million. Like... She conceded that was enough. That's enough. Yeah. And imagine having ten of those. You Now you have a hundred million. Right. Right? That's already an amount of money 
that you can't really even understand. Yeah, I'd have to actually think about ways to spend all that. We could spend a million, I could spend a million in a day. Yeah, I could do that. I could get that done. Now, that hundred million, okay. right? You have ten of those. You have ten hundred millions. millions. Okay. You have, now you have a billion Now we have a billion. Dollars. Now we're there. You have ten of this hundred million that you don't know what to do with. Right. Now you have that ten times. Yeah. So now you have a billion, right? Sounds like go buy some games. Now, now you have 188 of those. Right. Like, what does that even look like? Musk wants to go to fucking space. Like, he wants to, like, colonize Mars and shit. Right. Like, but, well, that's kind of... wants to, like, buy it or something. That's kind of cool. Can you but, buy like, Mars? Who owns Who Mars? owns it? Aliens. Aliens? <laughs> right, that bacteria up there, right? <laughs> I think caveman aliens. You just yeah. told me there's no bacteria there. Just the other day. There's no living life on Mars. Mars. No. Yeah. That would be considered life on another planet. Until Musk gets there. If I was personally earning it, I don't think that I would stop at a million dollars. That would be a million months at the dollar tier of the Patreon. Right? <laughs> I wanna. Yeah. <laughs> so we had I said that I can't wrap my mind around that amount of money. It reminds me of when I was a kid and they talked about eternity and hell. It's the same concept to me. Like, you, I can't wrap my mind around eternity. Like, oh, forever, like forever, forever and forever and forever. We're, we're, we're finite beings trying to understand something that might seem infinite. Whereas hell would be $10 million isn't, but... It feels that way seems to people who make like $30,000 a year. Like the billions is like way out there. Like we don't even know what we would do this with dude that amount of money. could give each of us $10 million that are sitting here right now and not even notice. I just can't put my head in that spot where I wouldn't want to just freak people out and like do something nice for them. And I'm somebody that doesn't even care about other people. I would be doing it solely for the accolades for myself. <laughs> of like, I love the honesty, the honesty man. I do. <laughs> like, finally, we have a billionaire that cares about like the you, little you people. Just, you just want to read about yourself in the paper. I mean, wouldn't that be an awesome feeling? That like everyone hates these people. Right? I would. I I wouldn't want the recognition. Actually, that would freak me out. What? Why? I, I don't I don't like being the center of attention. I don't like to be looked at. But maybe you would want to I'm do it for the opposite reason of just helping someone without yeah. the accolade. Yeah. Well, you could do it anonymously. I'll do it. Would and, you do that? And I'll be like, it was Sean Cooper. <laughs> <laughs> and he would, he and would take way, it. That way, not only am I helping them, I'm helping you. Well, you'll hear often... <laughs> Well, I see it pretty often. Like, one of these dudes gives a million dollars to, like, natural disaster relief. Yeah. Some bad shit happens. Okay. And they're like, oh, like, here's a million dollars. And people are like, oh, like, thank you, thank you. Thanks for your donation. And then you see, like, a Facebook thing. Bill Gates gave a thousand dollars to 
rainforest conservation or something, right? Yeah. But ratio-wise, that would be like you or us giving like $4 to it. Yeah. So if you were to give $4 to rainforest conservation, nobody would give a shit. People would be like, like thanks. They'd probably roll their eyes, you know? <laughs> like, thank you. Good job. So like, that million dollars is going to go a lot further than your $4. So it's going to do good. Right. There's no reason why he shouldn't give it. Like, it's that's a lot of money. That'll help. But it's not a lot of money to him. And why didn't he give a hundred million? Why didn't he give a billion? Right? It's not like he's not going to make it back. It's not like he's going to miss it either. Right? right? And isn't that a tax write-off? <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, the added bonus, besides the accolades, besides doing something right, you also get the tax write-off. Mm-hmm. I'm anti-rich people. I was just about to say, which you didn't answer the question. You are? Yeah, because they're assholes. <laughs> and they're shitty people. I know some really nice ones. I don't think that You do that's not know anyone that has... Is a billionaire. I don't. Well... I don't know any billionaires. There's a huge difference between the last guy on the list having $79 billion. And you knowing someone that has $5 million. There's a huge difference. So are you saying you only hate billionaires, but not millionaires? If we're talking about hating them specifically based on how much money they have, (laughs) I don't hate any of them. The richer that people get, I think the more that they lose touch with what your average person goes through, for sure. Tell me what makes the people that you know that are wealthy, good people. You just said that you know a few and they're great people. Are you saying, like, how much money do they give? No, what makes them great people? Because they're nice people. They're They're kind, you know, they help people. In what way? And they're about helping people they're not about just themselves and keeping all that money for themselves how do you know that how do i know what what they do with it yeah well i guess i don't know exactly what they do you just said that they do all these great things for other people (laughs) and then i asked you what they do and you said you don't know (laughs) okay I mean, one I don't example. Know. One would be fine. <laughs> it's one thing that a rich person that you know does. Give to charities? Right, but how much do they give? Well, see, that's what I don't know. If it's only $100 and they have $5 million, then I, it doesn't But that's count. why they do it. It's so that the little man sees them giving their pittance, as David likes to say now. It's your word now. Is it? Yeah. Do you Minus think pittance? <laughs> Do you think that people only give to charities and like organizations like that for like the recognition? Yes. Some do, yeah. Absolutely. If they were giving to help, they wouldn't be giving if I had hundred and eighty eight billion dollars and I gave away a million of it. 
it's not because I'm actually trying to help. It's because, oh, this is going to get written up in some paper. Also. If he really wanted to help, why didn't he give a billion of it? Right. And some of them are doing some shady things on the side. And as long as you keep that good stuff in the public eye, people might not look too closely at the shady stuff. If we're looking at the small picture, if we're talking about rich, your average rich people, like you live on a golf course, you belong to a country club, you make $200,000 a year, $300,000 a year. Like to me, that's, you're, that's still rich. Yeah. Six figures is pretty healthy. Yeah. And if I was married and had two or three kids and I was a sole provider and I lived in a gated community with country club, like that 300,000 probably isn't adding money to my bank account each month, but that 300,000 is providing an amazing life for me and my family. Mm-hmm. So me as that person going to a school fundraiser and giving a couple hundred bucks to my school, I would, I notice that that $500 is being given to my school because I don't have like the stockpile of wealth. I make a lot of money, but the life that I live costs me a pretty significant amount of what I make. Right. Those kind of rich people are not the same kind of rich people as somebody that has a worth of $10 million. The $10 million net worth guy giving away $100. Mm-hmm. If he has to pay attention to how much he's donating to a charity, then he's living well beyond his means. Right. He must be living an extravagant lifestyle to be concerned about how and where he's he's spending a hanger full of cars and right and that's all stuff that you do to yourself yep you did not acquire all these belongings and all these cars and all these houses no one forced them on you (laughs) and now it's like oh how do i deal with this how do i pay for this Every time that person got a promotion or came into some money, they upped their lifestyle to meet it. Yeah. To where... They buy more stuff. They're making tons of money, but they're barely afloat because of the lifestyle that they're trying to lead. She is right about... I mean, the more money you make, the more you spend. I realize, like, like you and I are might be wired a little differently. It'd be like, okay, just because I'm making X amount doesn't mean I'd be spending X amount. I was okay down here. Mm-hmm. You know, but not everyone's like that. Some people are like, I'm making this much. So clearly, that means I'm going to buy Gucci instead of Under Armour or whatever. <laughs> Even Under Armour is a rich man's clothing. Well, Think so? it's, it's like $40 for a t shirt. What are you wearing? I'm, the, I'm a rich man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying if I was poor, I wouldn't spend $40 on a t shirt. Yeah. And there are some people that cannot afford to spend $40 on a t shirt. I'm not the poorest of the poor. If I tried to live a normal life, I would be. But I live way below probably an acceptable standard just so I don't have to stress out about that kind of stuff. But the way I live 
is pretty pretty okay. I don't have any real concerns with it. If I were to get a job tomorrow making a hundred grand a year and then move into a bigger house and acquire an eight hundred dollar a month car payment, well now I'm still making the same amount of money yeah. because the more money that I'm being paid is being taken up by my higher rent or mortgage and a car payment. Mm -hmm. So why don't I just stay how I was? Right. And that's how you get people that make 300 grand a year and they have to pay attention to their checking account. Yeah, because they spend it all. Right. You, you hear about people like Johnny Depp going bankrupt and you're just like, what are you doing? Well, there's... Well, I bought 10 houses. Why? <laughs> yeah. Why do you need... I barely understand the people that own two houses. Like the fact that, oh, well, Colorado's cold. So in the winter, we moved to Arizona. Right. And then we come back for the Colorado summer. Yep. Like, like what's fucking wrong with you? Like, pick a place and live in. Like, your whole life is about escaping harsh weather conditions. <laughs> Not even really harsh. Maybe when you're old. Like, this is your, you're so fucking well off that your concern is where you're going to live when it's cold. Oh, by the way, you have enough money to pay a property management to go by and like Check run your shit. water and, and right. take care of some stuff for your, so your house doesn't die while you're away. <laughs> There's plenty of people though, normal people that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't say plenty, but people that win the lottery that are just normal people. And then they're broke again in a few years. Drugs. Drugs? Yeah, <laughs> like of all of them? Leech they just spend members. their money on drugs? <laughs> drugs and drugs for their friends. And their family members who you know, come by and leech off. And okay. Let's say not even drugs, but parties. Partying. Let's. How cool would it be if we could have a party? I was like, hey, like, I'm going to take you and David and Mike and Mike to the Super Bowl. And the tickets to the Super Bowl are probably a couple thousand dollars a piece. Yeah, and that's yeah. not even a good seat. So I'm going to spend 20 grand. I'm going to fly you there. I'm going to get all these accolades from you guys, <laughs> which some people, not myself, <laughs> thrive off of. Right. Like, oh, this is so cool. Like, Sean's taking us on this trip to, I don't know where it is this year, Miami. And he's putting us up in hotels and he's getting us rental cars and he's paying for our food. Like that shit adds up. Right. But these are your friends and you just won $10 million in the lottery. You could easily spend 50 grand just on that trip. Yeah. I've always thought about it. Like if I won, I would like, I wouldn't want to just, let's say I won 10 million. Okay. And let's say that I think that 5 million is enough for me to live off for the rest so of I'm my life. So I'm going to blow 5 million. I'm going to blow 5 million. Okay. Right? So I'm going to buy David a car. Nice. Right? I'm going to buy Joan in your car. A um, car? A, a big truck. <laughs> big truck. Got to be a big truck. Does that be diesel to you? No. No? I don't care about that. Because it seems like that would be the cool thing to do with it. Right. I don't want to hoard it all for myself, but now half of my money is gone. 
like immediately. Yeah. And if I was the partying type or if I wanted to go on extravagant trips and if I had a lot of friends, let's say I had like 10 friends and we all were going to, let's go to Japan for a month, right? Like I got everybody covered. You know how expensive oh that would be? But in my head, so much money. Yeah. I'm thinking, well, I got $5 million. Right. So this will be fine. But then you get in the habit of doing that kind of shit. And I'm sure that your friends get in the habit of like... Expecting he'll it. He'll take care of it. He'll pay for it. Think about when you have a grand in your bank account. And then one week you eat out every single day. And you're like, shit, I only have $800 in my bank account. Yeah. I spent yeah. $200 on food. Yep. Mm-hmm. Imagine if that was how you lived with you and like your entourage. Right. You would go through a couple thousand dollars without even noticing it. Yep. It's like you go to Walmart... With your friend, he wants to buy a new TV. You're like, oh, dude, I got, I got it. Don't worry about it. That shit will trickle and trickle and trickle to where, like, you're out of it. It's like going to the dollar store. You just kind of keep. It's just a dollar. dollar. It's just a dollar. It's just a dollar. Pretty soon you spent fifty bucks. I think a lot of that shit too. Like, take everything we talked about. That amount of money that we spent doing that shit is the amount of money that somebody would spend on drugs alcohol yeah. if they're a partier yeah you don't make the best decisions when you're high you don't make the best decisions when you're drunk so no. but you're saying that's the average american that wins the lottery you know they're that kind, kind of, of people you know what kind of american plays the lottery actually yes <laughs> most yeah. smarter normal americans i guess don't even bother buying lottery tickets, right? Whenever I'm at the store, the person in front of me buying lottery tickets is not somebody I want to hang out with. Mm-hmm. And they're normally buying a you know a case of beer and some tobacco. And it's like, oh, this is... <laughs> yeah. My $300,000 earner at the country club didn't stop on the way to pick up a lottery ticket. No, they didn't. No, but the guy who's already at the gas station to buy his cigarettes and his alcohol, he is going to pick one up. There's definitely a relationship. So you take someone that's already struggling with addiction and you give them $10 million. It's a disaster. Plus, I think those stories stand out in your mind. Because somebody wins the lottery like every couple weeks. But I've heard a handful of stories about somebody that, that completely blew it all. And they stick out to you. Like, how did this person like, how's that lose a hundred? How did, how is Johnny Depp bankrupt? You know, but stupid. Is that know, for real? Dan Marino's not bankrupt because he knows what he's doing. Right. He knows how to manage the LA, field. LA's yeah. not, not bankrupt. And see, and that's another example. The dude has millions of dollars. And then he's like, I'm going to open a car dealership. Why, dude? Like, just fucking sit. And chill. Why must you always continue to prove yourself? Well, sometimes I think those people get bored, though. So I'm going to open an incredibly stressful business. (laughs) Maybe they don't run it? Do they just have somebody else? just puts his name on it. Run it? Or... He's not like LaRusso. He's down there. (laughs) Sell the cars himself. (laughs) Have you finished it? No, it was like three episodes away. Cobra Kai never died. Of season three? Yeah. Oh, so you've, you've watched it. Yeah. 
It's awesome, right? Jay has cried like three times. It gets you somehow. Yeah. I mean, okay, there's there's one scene in there. I, I had a lump in my throat. Like, oh dang. What what was it? Um, it's when he's telling. Oh no, McGill's in the hospital. Fuck McGill. Uh, Whoa. No, yeah. really? Oh, you a Robbie fan? Then who? I'm a hawk man. He would be a hawk man. I mean, you have to. Miguel's character in the show, I really like. Like, what's happening to him, what he's going through, how he's dealing with it. Yeah. But just him. Like, you know this kid, and you're like, I hate you. One time I kicked him off this balcony, and he landed on a rail. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Broke his back. I, I hate Robbie. Robbie is the most annoying character. I don't well, like Robbie either. Samantha's annoying too. They're both annoying. Samantha sucks too. The 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 Russo students are dumb. I hate them. Um, I have to say though, I mean, you know, you're the one who encouraged me to start watching. I mean, I had wanted to, I just didn't care. And then you like you were like talking it up, so I was like, hey Jay, you want to check this out? And I was set up just to be like fed some fanboy stuff yeah right but there's like an actual story happening there's like actual character development there's story arcs and and the fact that my wife is asking if we can watch it like like I'm not having to be like come on let's just finish this out she's like ready to watch some more Cobra Kai I'm like yeah (laughs) I can't tell you the last time I watched the first Karate Kid movie I was probably like eight right I I didn't (laughs) I didn't grow up with a nostalgia for Karate Kid. And I just watched it like I heard it was good. And it's, it's fucking free. It's right here. Right. Like, I'll watch it. And I watched the first episode. And I was like, this is perfect. Yeah. Like the way that they chose to depict it. Like, they man- managed to get everybody from the original cast. It's like, blowing my mind, man. Even even like the Japanese people, like are the same actors yeah. and actresses. They are. Yeah, from the from the sequels that followed, like they're all the same people. And if you would have told me, as a kid, that I'd be pulling for Cobra Kai, <laughs> I would have told you you're a fool. Because his. Johnny Lawrence is one of us. He is one hundred percent one of us. <laughs> yeah, like right down to this generation needs to toughen up. Everyone that we've been talking about, when we're talking about our three hundred thousand dollar yeah example of a person, they're all a Russo. Right. That's like I have friends right. that went on to live that kind of life. Right. And when I look at what they're doing now, they are Larusso. Right. But then I see. Like Johnny, and he's like a nobody. And it's like, oh, I get this guy. (laughs) I relate to this guy. I relate to this guy. And the way they took him straight out of like 85. Yeah. And put him right into 2020. The dude still calling women babes. (laughs) (laughs) Can't run a cell phone by computer. He's so confused by the direction that the world has taken. Man. And he isn't an asshole about it he doesn't understand it I mean but he's not I mean okay what I was just gonna ask if I'd be out of line to say Johnny's my spirit animal (laughs) (laughs) well as a human so I think I'll be fine okay 
to say that. If they had made him fight back against it and been kind of like a dick about it, I think that it could have turned the show in a completely different direction. Right. But he's not fighting for how things used to be. He's more like, kind of like we are in a way. Like, why? Right. Why is it like this? Like, I guess I get it. Sure. Like, like okay. Like, I'll... I'll go with this. I'll go with this, but you still need to toughen up. That that person has completely disappeared from existence. Like, the Johnny Lawrences of the world. Like, they're gone. I thought you guys just got done saying you guys are the Johnny Lawrences of the world. Right, but we're his age. When it shows him driving his... What did he have, like an 80s like Z or something? He's got like a Trans Am. Yeah, know? yeah. And he's like listening to like Poison and like or Motley Crue and like driving as fast as he can. It's like, oh yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember that. I relate to that 100%. That was awesome. But like that, the appreciation for like a ratty, shitty, rusty 80s muscle car. Is like is gone. Yep. The fact that he still thinks that he's so fucking cool doing it, <laughs> and everyone else with is his, like with his denim vest, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and he's so in his own world that he's like, this shit is cool. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we, he tells McGill to start listening to some real music. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what he was listening to. Miguel. Before? Yeah. He was listening to that like weird hip hop stuff. The pop. Pop. And Johnny's like, get that out of here. <laughs> Some eighties hair band. Which I have to agree with you as far as the gym goes when they're playing that. It's like, why does this fit better than anything else? <laughs> 